and welcome. I'm Oren. Carrie. And we, we are, are the Skull Crawlers. And we ask you to suspend disbelief. The show where we invite you to open your mind and expand your horizons as we discuss the paranormal, taboo, and otherwise mysterious occurrences in our universe. On tonight's episode, we are discussing all things Bigfoots. That's Sasquatch, boys. Yeah, Sasquatch for you, layman, layman's. We have a, a very uh, special show for you guys. We're very excited about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have breaking news. Breaking news, Bigfoot news. Bigfoot <laughs> news. This This might change... Uh, the Bigfoot as you know it. Bigfoot as you know it. This this is probably this might possibly be the biggest cryptozoology news, uh, in a very long time, maybe of our lifetime. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So I'm gonna bring this up real quick. All right. Over the weekend, a popular YouTuber by the name of Coyote Peterson. Uh, was out in the woods of British Columbia Forest, to be exact, and he discovered a supposed Bigfoot skull. Mm. Now, a little background on Coyote Peterson: he uh, he focuses on documenting and documenting and educating about wildlife, but what he's probably most known for is letting poisonous or venomous animals bite and or stink him. Like this dude, legit, will put his hand and like let like. Scorpions sting them just to see the effect and how dangerous it is. And this was for a TV show, right? This is for YouTube. This, this is just for YouTube. YouTube? This is just for YouTube. He does have Animal Planet show, but okay. this is just for YouTube. That's kind of brutal. Yes. Okay. And the other thing about this guy is by Peterson's own admission, he is not formally educated in any biological science and does not have any animal training. Um. He is, in fact, a film student. Okay. And a film major and just does YouTube stuff. Okay. Getting bit by animals. Yeah, right on, right on. So, let's see here. I will pull up a Facebook post that he wrote, and this was dated July 7th. Uh, breaking news, leaking pics here before they are taken down and before government slash officials try to seize our footage. Found a large primate skull in British Columbia. Filmed it, cut the footage, releasing on Brave Wilderness, which is his YouTube channel. Oh. Um, this weekend. Have kept the secret for several weeks. Yes, I have the skull. It's currently in a secure location awaiting primatologist review. Sweet. Absolutely unreal. We thought it was a bear skull when we found it. I can 100% guarantee it is not. The skull was found partially buried underground in a deep back forest ravine after a massive storm in the Pacific nor- Northwest where clearly a bunch wow. of trees and earth were disturbed. Shut up. Um, I'm sure these pics will be taken down, as will probably the video by government or state park officials. But the skull is safe. I don't know if what you will, what you all think it might be, but I cannot explain finding a primate skull in the Pacific Northwest without worrying. What do you believe? And he has a couple pictures of the skull here. Let me pull up that laptop. I need to see these pictures right, up close. See. I purposely avoided this news just so Oren could uh, could teach me for the and show. Obviously, we'll put the pictures up for the video feed. Okay, that is definitely a gorilla skull, and finding it. It one hundred percent seems to be outside of anywhere that a gorilla would normally live. Mm-hmm. Looks exactly like the Pacific Northwest. Um, I like his poncho. That's rad. <laughs> yeah, that's a gorilla skull. One hundred percent. I mean, gorilla. You know, uh, could be. Gorilla. Yeah, exactly. It could be a the skunk ape or, um, wow, yeah, that's pretty wild. Okay, 
So this area of British Columbia is supposedly known to have numerous Bigfoot sightings. Okay. There's been no concrete evidence, only hearsay, and this supposedly is like the first thing, like finding. Other than, you know, cast of footprints and stuff like that. I don't think there's even been cast of footprints. It's just been sightings and like, you know. Blurry photos. Not even that. Like just like Uh, hearsay. Like, oh, I saw this and, you know. Interesting. Now, the funny thing about this is. This was a tease for which to, for, for a video which he has released. I watched the video. Okay. And that's they hundred percent go to the forest with intent to find Bigfoot because that area is like a tourist trap for yeah Bigfoot sightings and whatnot. Um. So after this initial post was made, it was quickly debunked online by multiple people. Okay. Explain. Okay. So the skull you see in the gorilla mm-hmm. skull you see, used in the photos and the video is a supposedly mass-produced gorilla skull that you can easily find on Etsy. Son of a gun. And I will show you that skull oh, right now. Oh, you have the link? I Shut the link. up. This makes me so mad. So. that Okay, that doesn't look anything like the well, other skull. No, that's completely different. That's funny. In the video, see, there's that. Here's, here's a view of the skull he finds. It's got like the same like details and shapes and like that red. No, right no, there. it's way different. I I call BS on <laughs> it being that exact one. Could it but be fake? Obviously, Is that, that, that cast same? you can find that. Sure. And I wish I over the weekend I saw an Instagram post about this where supposedly a shop has this skull. Uh huh. And in the video he he picks up the skull. He's turning it around and there's a like that size hole in it mm-hmm. and he claims it's a bullet hole like oh this could be a bullet where somebody shot mm-hmm. it and it's like I saw the Instagram post and it's like oh yeah that's just like a mass produced like resin hole where every skull has that no so no I hate that no okay T- now explain how it's real how it's real yeah yeah tell me why it's real as well I mean it could be real Who no knows? <laughs> I mean it's, son it's, of a gun of course you want to believe Bigfoot, you know, because there's nothing been concrete in recent years about Bigfoot yeah. or like, so yeah, of course. You I'm just saying that real. looks so real. I want to see this oh, yeah. guy with a with a lie detector test. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I want to see the the test that they do on the skull yeah. from legit sources to say that you know it's I do authentic. Because the the video he posted over the weekend, it's like 13 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a part one, so there's a part two where he has a skull and I guess he gets it tested. Mm-hmm. And that might be coming up. Gotcha. So there's no, you know, confirm, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's still out there. It could be real, it could be not. But there's a lot of evidence pointing that it's not real. Son of a gun. Yeah. Well, that's very disappointing. Yeah. I, I mean, will have to do some more research yeah, on that. Yeah, choose to believe, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it, man, that stinks. Dang it's it. It's all very interesting. Um, I haven't research too much i've just been browsing and looked at uh, mm-hmm. articles and but i've seen a couple where noted scientists have like debunked and said yeah this isn't real mm. like whatever so but yeah so that's 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 where that's the end of it that's, that's it. the end of it that's that's my breaking news my okay Bigfoot news well uh there's some bigfoot news guys um it might not be real after it all. Might it real. might not be real after all. There might be Everybody some snakes out there real, yeah. putting out fake stuff. Some fake YouTube bones. guy wants to be YouTube famous. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
And that is it for Bigfoot News. Um, could we real? Could we fake? Who knows? I would like to believe that Coyote Peterson is telling the truth. Because I, mean, I want to believe in the good in people. You know, like, why yeah. Why would he want to swindle me? Like, I'm a good dude. Yeah, why would he? Yeah, dude. Has, do you he? not think about me specifically, <laughs> who wants Bigfoot to be real so bad? I mean, I feel like this sort, this sort of thing, like, he's already, like, a pretty, like, successful YouTube guy. Yeah. Like his, his videos get millions of views. So I feel like if you do something like this, it's kind of like a, you know, break glass in case mm. of emergency, like, last-ditch effort, like fake some Bigfoot news. Sure. So maybe it is but real. But that ruin your entire credibility and yeah, exactly. career, basically. If they exactly. find out that it's some edit skull. Yeah. Or some, sorry, some edit. Some, uh, what was it? What's the website? Uh, Etsy. Etsy. Yeah. yeah my yeah. bad. Uh, skull. Yeah. And he planted it there, then yeah, yeah he's done. No one's going to believe him yeah. with anything. This is like a Logan so, Paul and the no. Suicide Force thing. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I don't want, I can't believe that he purposely mm-hmm faked the whole thing but somebody might have gone out there messing with future yeah, people that's true. That's and true. buried it yeah and that's uh, that is something that people could do because mm-hmm. they suck yeah so but yeah there there is okay. that that's our breaking bigfoot news well son of a gun all right well on to my story i've got a an interesting one for you and okay, i'm curious okay. to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. To follow that desperate search playing out in Craven County this morning. Uh, this is what we were looking at yesterday. That's Chopper 11 HD as volunteers search through that terrain. What you're looking at now is a prayer vigil that was held at the New Haven Church there, uh, where we are learning that uh, Casey Hathaway, that's him right there, that missing three-year-old boy, some of his family attends church there. Uh, we know Wednesday that uh, around some 600 volunteers alongside of professional searchers uh, walked the terrain rain near that home and we know those volunteers were sent home overnight citing safety concerns. We know that they're going to reconvene uh, with the volunteers this morning at eight this morning. Meanwhile, searchers continue to look through the night for that three year old boy. Uh, Casey went missing Tuesday afternoon from his grandma's backyard. We know that Casey is two foot four. He's 25 pounds. He has blonde hair and brown eyes. No doubt this is a story we will continue to follow throughout the day as uh, hopefully those searchers and those volunteers find that missing three-year-old boy. Okay, so in 2019, a three-year-old boy named Casey Hathaway went missing in the woods on a cold January afternoon. He was playing in his grandmother's yard on January 22nd in Ernal, North Carolina. He was with two other children he was related to, and his grandma noticed he wasn't with them when they returned inside. And when they went outside, he was gone, mm-hmm. as if he had vanished. For about 45 minutes, the grandmother and everyone else present searched in the immediate area by her house, mm-hmm. resulting in nothing. After 45 minutes, she called 911. This is her call. Okay. January 22nd, 2019. 14 hours, 10 minutes, 15 seconds. Craven County 911, emergency emergency. 200 Toller Road. Uh, 200 Toller Road? Yes. Okay, and what is... Okay, and what's going on there? Um, I, we lost my two-year-old grandson has walked in the woods back there and we can't find him. Three-year-old grandson. Okay, so who's there with those? Uh, they put a filter on. Your poor sister? We're not going to use this <laughs> yeah, he's three. We're going to cut to it being okay, over so after we put him in the middle. He's walked off somewhere, and I don't know where he's at. Okay, so who's there with those? 
and we can't find him. Okay, but you're not on, you're not there at the house now? I'm at the house, yeah. Okay, and how long ago do you know he walked in there? It's been at least 45 minutes, because we've been looking all in the woods for him. And it's behind your house? Huh? Is it directly behind your house? Yeah. Well, on the side, yeah. Is he a white, black? He's white. You know what he was wearing? That's when they're like, everybody, Call let's go. Call me a black little coat. <laughs> a black coat? Yeah. There's a missing kid okay. out there that needs our help. Does he usually do this? Huh? Does he usually do this? <laughs> no. Does he, does he wear the pants? Yeah, he has pants. With the jeans? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's about 45 minutes to go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Does he, is it a big area of woods behind your house? Yeah, it's pretty big. I think he's been out there looking for him. Yeah. All right. So, Sheriff Chip Hughes says Casey disappeared around 1.45 p.m. Within hours, there were dozens of people out to search. By that evening, hundreds of volunteers aided in the search for Casey. With the temperature dropping drastically, around mid to low 30s degree Fahrenheit, it was urgent to find the little boy and get him back home. His grandmother said he wasn't dressed for weather. Here's what he was wearing. Sick. Loki looking fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his, he's got that drip. <laughs> and I, honestly, I'd wear that whole outfit. Um, he, uh, yeah, he looks like he could run fast. You want to get this guy a mic stat? <laughs> yeah, he was ice cold, and he was bringing down the temp for sure. Alrighty, okay. So he wasn't found that night. The woods around the house are especially thick, full of hills and swamps. By the next day, January twenty third, the FBI showed a peculiar interest in the case of the missing boy, which is somewhat unusual as the FBI traditionally doesn't deal with missing people. By yeah, later... Like something like first 48, and that's when... Yeah, that's first 48 hours are the most important for finding people, because after that, like, you know, it's statistically, like, not impossible, but, like, very unlikely that they're going to mm -hmm. find somebody after that first 48 mm -hmm. hours. By later that evening, a handful of Marines joined the FBI on the search. Okay. There were so many volunteers, they had to turn people away because they didn't know where to tell them to look. Mm-hmm. Which is a good problem to have. Combing the area where they thought the missing boy might might be, they had no luck. Even worse than that, the forecast showed rain that evening. By 9.30 p.m., he was still not located. Casey was only 2 foot 3 inches tall, 25 pounds. It was highly unlikely he would survive the night without food, water, and because he wasn't dressed appropriately. Mm. It's crazy that he was so small being you know, 3 years old because... My son, who is nine months old, is about 25 pounds. Really that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how tall he is, but dang, that's wild. Um, it was looking grim, so people started looking for other possibilities. His family was alarmed that there hadn't been an Amber Alert issued yet. Mm. He couldn't have gone this far. They thought he must have been abducted. However, the FBI found no signs of any abduction, so they refused to issue an Amber Alert. That night, it got below freezing for 11 hours straight. 
The coldest being 21 degrees around 1 a.m. Yeah, that's cold. Later the next afternoon, the police received a call from a woman walking her dog, saying she heard crying from a little boy in the woods. Having had other leads just like this one throughout the whole area, like the whole town, mm-hmm. um, they searched the area. They found Casey tangled in thorns and vines a quarter of a mile away from his grandmother's house, which is not that far. Yeah, Most of the time, kids or people who wander, you know, get lost in the woods, they're miles away because they get turned around mm-hmm. and they just, you know, whatever else. So he was not that far away, um, which is also strange that they hadn't found him. Mm, at that point like combing the area and like exactly one yeah, hundreds of people yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, he was alive but not only was he alive he was soaking wet but he was still very tentative as searchers warmed him up he started going back to normal he even smiled as soon as he saw his little sister his parents say that by the time he got to the hospital he was completely fine and he even asked to watch Netflix the heck <laughs> which is a baller move. Go missing for two days in the woods and freezing. The first thing you want is some Netflix, man. Yeah. To catch up on your shows. (laughs) Yeah. Um, three year old Casey survived more than two days straight in rigid temperatures without food or water. He had very few scratches on him. It's truly a miracle. He survived without even catching hypothermia or frostbite. Mm. Very strange. Here's where it gets weird. His aunt posted on Facebook this, he said he hung out with a bear for two days. God sent him a friend to keep him safe. She insists. His mom went on record saying she, that he told her the exact same story. And, that's, and she said, if that's what he says, then that's what happened. A three-year-old. They were just grateful that he was home no matter how it happened, which I get. Yeah. You know, like if, mm. you, if he says some crazy story, <laughs> you're like, you're probably making it up whatever you're uh-huh. home doesn't matter not yeah. really you know mm. but say a bear took care of you for two days yeah you know and people are like okay or yeah. whatever i don't care i'd be no um really i'd be out there like looking for this bear yeah or whatever yeah apparently they did they like searched the area and they're like oh, really? there hasn't been a bear sighted here in a long time really yeah but this is north carolina okay. so like very well you know, mm-hmm. could be. I don't know. Interesting. So, bear experts say wild bears are highly unlikely to treat humans this way. Yeah. Even small, helpless ones like Casey. You know, even if they like, it's very rare that they would think Shoot, that they, they ain't a Harambe. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they ain't just dragging little kids through the mud. <laughs> <laughs> no, protecting them. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Uh, even small helpless ones like Casey even though black bears are vegetarian um, they still wouldn't have been as friendly towards him could the bear have been uh, something other than a bear no one can say for sure but what we can generally agree on is that he was not alone whether the bear kept him warm Sasquatch or a person who had to drop him off in the middle of the woods Mm -hmm. he was not alone Um, here is a comment from uh, a YouTube video that I watched and it is pretty crazy. Okay. This person comments, I was part of the search that was searching for Casey. I live in New Bern, North Carolina. The whole search for Casey and a day or two, uh, the whole search for Casey and a day or two after the search was very strange. People who were searching kept mentioning that they had uneasy feelings in the woods 
and then the weather almost immediately turned to crap hours after he went missing. The whole area is really strange. It's actually near the missing Roanoke Colony went missing. It's less than 30 miles away. This place has always had a, a thin veil between something else. It was freezing outside every night he was gone. He was somewhere warm. Maybe not safe, but he was someone war- somewhere warm. He would have been dead otherwise. With the precipitation and the wind and cold, he would not have made it. Sounds like he got banished to the upside down. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hid in his, uh, his, his little outside fort. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Okay, so um, what are your theories on this? I don't know what to think. Honestly, like the bear thing, like, yeah, that bear's going to maul that kid. Sure. Like a bear just stumbles upon a mm-hmm. kid. Or a it alone, whatever. So, like, for him to say, oh, yeah, I, a, I hung out with a bear for two days. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, Bigfoot? Or just, like... The popular theory. Some crazy dude living in the woods who... Sure. Or something. Yeah, had a big beard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that, like, the popular theory is that, you know, he obviously doesn't know what a Bigfoot looks like. Yeah. And he can't tell the difference between a bear and what... Bigfoot looks like, and so maybe, um, yeah, a a paternal Sasquatch um, watched over him for a couple of days and put him somewhere where they knew that he'd be found, Mm -hmm. which is just crazy to think about. But also, like, not uncommon for other like missing kid stories where they like say like They're a bear gone, or a hairy man or whatever yeah. say like they helped me find where I needed to go mm-hmm. which surprisingly has happened quite a bit yeah. and this is just one of those stories but mm-hmm. this is very well documented which mm-hmm. is why I chose this story um, although he was super young um, is not a very credible source yeah. Um, yeah I don't know you just you never really know okay mm-hmm. so there is another theory that I have here Okay. Have you ever heard of the third man factor effect? No. The third man factor effect is when somebody goes missing or they're in a lot of pain and they imagine somebody there. Like they literally like oh, invent somebody in their mind yeah, yeah, okay. that helps them cope with the situation. While they're just on autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. One of the examples is from a book called World War Z, yeah, which yeah, yeah, uh, okay. there's this. Um, what is her? What's her job title? In she the book? was a cargo pilot. That's right. And, or cargo plane pilot, and yeah. she crashes. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to radio in, or radio in to find like a uh, uh, rendezvous point or whatever. Yes. And while the entire time she's on the radio, she's talking to somebody from dispatch, and mm-hmm. they're like helping her through, get her through. Yeah. And then by the end of the story, it's like, oh yeah, there's nobody on dispatch. Yeah. Like, just you, like in your. Yeah. Head. The battery was dead the whole yeah, time. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. That was an actual twist, but they never found her call sign, like the person yeah. for that person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is one example of that. Another example is this missing girl, uh, from Arkansas. She went missing for like I don't know, like four or five days. Mm. And she said a little girl with black hair named, I cannot remember her name, told her exactly where to go mm-hmm. and wait and told her how to survive and where to eat, where to find water and like kept her company. They played games. Yeah. Apparently even the little girl had a flashlight as well. 
Yes, but there is no record of this little girl. Yeah. And <clears throat> they looked up like people who had died in the area mm-hmm. over the past you know century, mm-hmm. and there might have been one person who fit the description. So maybe it was a ghost, mm, okay. but Hopefully more than likely, everybody. yeah, more than likely it was, she invented the friend in her head to help her cope with the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very possible that Casey imagined this cuddly teddy bear mm. helping him get through this because his, his brain couldn't cope with the situation. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. It is crazy. And there are a lot of other examples of that as well. Um, like people seeing loved ones or, like Jesus and stuff mm. like that when they're dying and yeah. they need to find something to reach out for that can help them survive. Yeah. It's just crazy to me that under people, FBI is involved, Marines are involved, they come to this area, find nothing. And then mm-hmm. like a day later, he's found like a quarter mile away from where he went missing. Yeah. Like that's nuts. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, and, and the police officers and all the search and rescue people, they said that he couldn't have been there very long. Mm. So he must have been moving, but it took them like climbing through like a swamp, like waist high, um, and getting through all these thorns and stuff like that, that mm. it's like, how in the world could he have climbed to this place? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did he get here? Mm-hmm. Little kids are capable of so much. I know. Cause I got into I don't know, all sorts of trouble when I was a kid. I was, yeah. I was climbing on everything, but, um, yeah, three year old. Yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, so to go back a little bit to the Coyote Peterson story. Sure. In that video, he talks about a couple, like, their Bigfoot theories about how Bigfoot, how supposedly the Bigfoot creature or the mythology, like, mm-hmm. it bounces around from, like, different locations, how there's mm-hmm. no, is it one thing or is it a cre- or is it a species that, like, we don't know about? One theory is, I don't know how many people believe in this, but uh, that Bigfoot is, like, an interdimensional being mm-hmm. and, like that's um in like hollowed out trees that's like their portal and that's where they like their entrances and exits is like when you're in a forest when Mm -hmm. you see like a hollowed out tree like struck by lightning that's where bigfoot has like entered through it's like portal or gateway or whatever like his little station interesting and that's how it shows up in different forests okay right on yeah that's a theory i like that that. is a theory yeah well uh another theory is that instead of it just being an effigment of his imagination, um, what if it was an angel? Because in, in the Bible, mm-hmm. it's a, a lot of times angels present themselves as to, some, to someone as someone they would trust, mm-hmm. someone trustworthy, handsome, you know. Mm-hmm. And also in the Bible, they say that we don't know what angels tr- truly look like because it would frighten us so yeah. horribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, maybe he did have a guardian angel mm. and it came to the form of him as a cuddly teddy bear as well yeah. and helped him survive and told him exactly where he needed to go. Mm. Uh, but another crazy thing about the story is like they asked the kid, like, did you hear anybody calling for you? Because he wasn't very far away and there's hundreds of people screaming his name. He said he never heard anybody. Really? Yeah. Very strange. Okay, Could he have down. stumbled into a portal like yeah. the upside down, yeah. you know? Or some place in between space and time yeah. where he was just stuck mm-hmm. until he found a way out or, I don't know. Yeah. Very crazy. strange, yeah. Wow. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about the angel thing. I I want to believe that some type of Bigfoot would come and save the day and keep the kids safe. Mm-hmm. 
but also, I mean, I mean, you that's said that happens a lot where kids go missing and they see the same thing. Yeah, like a hairy creature or a bear. Yeah, or something, mm, so. like a bear saved them. You know, yeah. there are a handful of cases where that's what kids say. Mm. You know, again, might be the third man factor. Yeah, effect. We don't actually know. But that's going to do it for Casey Hathaway. Um, he is alive and well today. Um, I hope he doesn't have too much, you know, therapy or trauma, trauma to yeah. go through, you know. Yeah. Uh, when did this happen? 2019? 2019, yeah. It was a couple of years ago. Gotcha. So, pretty wild. So I should interview him when he's like, I don't know, a little bit older. Yeah, see if he remembers so, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All That's right. That's crazy. Yeah. So... It's funny that you mentioned the, the, the Bigfoot interdimensional being theory. Mm. Um, so I'm going to tell a story that my uncle Frank told me a couple of weeks ago when we were at the powwow. And he was telling me that sort of by where our family land, Cat Springs, is at, mm. you've been there. Been there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of a wooded area, lots of hills and yeah. natural springs and creeks running through the area. Um it's it's Bigfoot country is what he calls it. Mm. And I was like, interesting. Because I've never, like, seen or heard anything personally mm. over there about Bigfoot. But I have heard a couple of stories. And the one that he told me um, is about the goat sabo, which is Kiowa for the Bigfoot spirit. Mm. Um, goat sabo. And um, he said... Over there, uh, south of Carnegie, um, this back in the 1960s, this medicine man and his wife, they bought this house, this kind of farmhouse, mm. and it, it was on on the top of a hill, backed up by a creek, kind of mm. like Cat Springs is. And um, she was like doing dishes one day, and they just bought this house, and she loved it. It was like her dream house. He was happy. She was happy. Mm-hmm. And she's doing dishes and sees something, like, in her backyard. And so she still got dishes in hand, and she goes out there to confront this person. And what she sees horrifies her so much, she throws the dishes up in the air. They crash and hit the ground. She slams the door closed, and she runs to her husband, and she's like, there's a goat symbol outside. He's in our backyard. You need to get out there and tell him to leave. And he goes out there, and of course, there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would there be, you yeah. know? And so he he's like, it'll probably never come back. You don't have to worry about it. But she refused to even look out the windows for the back, mm-hmm. look, refused to go out the back, back door, anything like that, for yeah, like yeah, a whole yeah. week. And he was finally like, okay, I'll go, and I'll go talk to this Bigfoot spirit, mm-hmm. and I'll make a deal with it. Yeah. And so he goes out the back and he walks down the hill and there's a creek and he stands by the creek and he looks around to see if he can see anything, but he doesn't see anything. Mm-hmm. So what he does, is he starts talking to the creek because that's where apparently the spirit kind of comes from is, yeah. is the water. And so he talks to the creek in Kiowa and he makes a deal with it. And he says, you have all like miles and miles to roam. Mm-hmm. But leave my backyard alone. Don't come into my backyard. Just stay away. You have all this other place. If you do that, I'll bring you food every day. So he, every time they have dinner at night, he makes a plate. Mm-hmm. And he goes and sets it down by the, by the creek. And then they go and they eat. 
and then he never sees the Bigfoot again. So that's a one thing like with medicine man is that they're always like deals. Most of the yeah. time, you know, they're kind of like sneaky and mm. they can backfire on you and stuff like yeah. that. But that's, you know, one thing in native culture is that you, you have to give like an offering mm. to somebody as well. Yeah. And that was his offering that like he was just going to make dinner for them. And of course they would go back down there and all the food was gone. Yeah. You know, it could have been a raccoon or anything really yeah. eating the food. But what if like, you know, the Bigfoot was like, thanks for dinner. You yeah. know, yeah, 100%. just like yeah. eating those chicken wings and, you know, I mean, I Indian tacos and whatever else. Yeah. I think that's the one thing I like most about these stories or like stories you hear is like, Oh yeah. The thing will leave you alone. If you just give it something like, yeah. you know, just make a deal and like, Hey, yeah. here's this. We're good. Just yeah. leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kai was definitely believed that like the Bigfoot, the goat sabo is, is a spirit mm-hmm. and it's not a bad spirit. It is just, it is just a spirit. Yeah. And, um, that I guess like you can like leave tobacco for it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll, you know, be good to you. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty interesting. I also heard a story and this one is the exact opposite of what I just told you. It's an actual horror story. Okay, but this okay. is an old, like, it's an old urban legend. I heard this around the campfire when I was probably like 10 years old. Mm. But it stuck with me because I'd never heard anything like this. And I've never heard of another Bigfoot story like it. Mm. So believe if you will. You don't have to. But out near uh, Carnegie, Bigfoot country... Um, long time ago, this farmer had this whole plot of land, big barn, his little house, you know, mm. like, like, um, what's that, what's that dog, uh, in the cartoon? What's his name? Courage. Courage. Yes. Okay. Just imagine yeah, yeah, Courage's okay. house. Gotcha. Like basically this is yeah, yeah, yeah. nowhere, you know? Okay. And uh, so it's nighttime. He's living by himself mm. and he looks out his window and he sees like something like big black kind of walking by and he's like yeah. uh what's that <clears throat> and he hears dogs start barking mm. crazy so he goes outside you know with the shotgun and he like doesn't see anything and he stands there for a little bit and he like goes back inside and this dog starts barking again yeah and then all of a sudden he hears the dog just quiet and he goes back around his farm and then he sees this black creature just straight up just eating his dog. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I believe that. I don't think Bigfoot is a, you know, a carnivore by any means. I mean, Maybe it was a different hairy creature. Maybe it was the skinwalker of some kind. I don't know. I mean, we're, you know, if Bigfoot is the missing link, like. That's true. We're, we're not necessarily carnivores, but we eat meat that and That is plants, true. So, yeah. Uh, that is true. Ugh. Yeah, so that one definitely stuck with me because I'm like, I don't want to get eaten by Bigfoot. <laughs> but yeah, that one, uh, that one definitely stuck with me. Um, so yeah, other theories about Bigfoot. Uh, yeah, like apparently they've seen him at like Skinwalker Ranch and stuff like that, which is a hub for the paranormal. Mm, yeah. Traditionally, you know, they see UFOs and stuff like that yeah. and all these other anomalies. Um, mm. But to throw in Bigfoot in the mix, you know, like for me, 
previously before maybe like two years ago i would have been like if you have ufos and bigfoot in the same sentence then all your credibility goes out the window yeah, yeah, yeah. and i feel a little bit different about it now mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to explain but i don't know like i i feel like like southwestern oklahoma around you know kiowa country and stuff like that mm-hmm. i personally do feel like that's a hub, a hub for the paranormal I mean, just based on the stories you've told so far, yeah. we've got Bigfoot, we've got clown ghosts, uh-huh. we've got haunted roads. Like, yes, dude. Yeah, like, sounds like it. Yeah, and so I think it might be some sort of, I don't know, like, like hot spot. Yeah, weird there's got to be something energy. with, like, the land or, yeah. I don't know, like, magnetic soil or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, the stories that I've heard... Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just wild. Yeah. But I, I personally don't know how to feel about Bigfoot being an interdimensional being. I feel like that's, it's interesting, but I feel like that's too much. Like yeah. I want to believe in the common theory where mm. Bigfoot is the missing link in the mm. evolutionary chain. And like somewhere along the line, this just like something in between, homo sapien mm. you know whatever homo erectus or whatever like he's like a you know the middle combination of whatever mm. like just like this missing link who like for some reason is super large and hairy and just like but isn't quite human gotcha like more gorilla like okay so well, you think bigfoot is like a like a flesh and blood creature of some kind instead of being like a ghost oh, of some yeah. kind. Like I I believe in Bigfoot in the same way I believe in the Loch Ness Monster. Like oh the really? Loch Ness Monster is just like if it is real, the it's like a freshwater I think I don't remember the species like plesiosaur mm. or whatever. Like the yeah. dinosaurs that mm-hmm. have a long neck or whatever. The Lapras one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like some ancient thing that's just like still living like living in a pocket somewhere like that's that's my theory or like all ocean stuff like that and like there's like so much of the ocean we don't know about like nobody knows what's down there Bigfoot maybe Big, mm, Bigfoot maybe Atlantis maybe Bigfoot okay. from Atlantis I don't okay. know <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I mean that to me in Bigfoot like it's monster like any creature is like more plausible because it's like it's like a missing piece somewhere like it fits like the description of these other animals that it possibly could be sure so like I don't believe I mean I believe in aliens as well just cause that makes sense mm. you know but like I don't believe in like oh he's an interdimensional being and there's like yeah. portals all around everywhere that he hops in or whatever I don't know. Like, I don't know about the whole portal thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, that thing, that, I don't know, that yeah. sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike all the other stuff we talked about yeah. tonight. Uh, I will say, like, learning that theory, like, that's the most interesting thing I've heard about. It's like, it's like a, uh, it's like rewriting the canon to fit what you've already found. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's these hollowed out trees. What if Bigfoot? whatever that's his portal and then like everybody starts believing that mm. because it's like something you invent like yeah. it's neat but i don't think it's very plausible yeah. some indians think that bigfoot is just just shapeshifter mm. same thing as like you know skinwalker yeah. or 
Stegani is just like a person who can shape shift into and I, I, Bigfoot or the other way around. Maybe yeah. Bigfoot can shape shift into a person to mm-hmm. disguise himself. Um, so he can walk around and, you know, do whatever he needs to do. Like, and I do go know to town, get groceries. And <laughs> among other tribes, like Bigfoot is like a spirit type. Yeah. Thing. Uh-huh. Like in Shawnee, we don't personally do this, but I, I was reading up what do we believe in? And mm-hmm. we believe in something called Masingwa. I think I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. But it's like an Eastern Shawnee thing where at bread dance, they'll have somebody dress up like kind of like Bigfoot. They'll wear like a first, like bear mm-hmm. suit and like a mask and like run around and like scare kids or whatever. That's cool. But like, we don't do that at bread dance. So I'm like, I don't want to win. Dude, I cool do a bread though. dance all the time, man. When I go to like Olive Garden and stuff like that, let's do that. They bring out the breadstick. Just saying. Yeah. But yeah, I do know like Bigfoot is like this, you know, spirit thing or. Yeah. Creature or a shapeshifter. Yeah. But there's also like so many different cave systems throughout America, North America, Mm -hmm. that there absolutely could be people or things or a Bigfoot or multiple Bigfoot that live in those cave systems and come out and just eat vegetation or whatever. I mean, isn't like one of the theories, I don't know if it's related to Bigfoot, but like all national parks have like a connecting tunnel system thing. Ooh, I don't know about that one. That is a thing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why so many people go missing in national parks. Yeah. That's one of the things is that they get taken. Yeah. Yeah. A hollow earth theory, anyone? That's what I was supposed to say. That sounds like a hollow earth. Yeah. Maybe that's how Bigfoot gets around. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Mm. But also, yeah, there's like so much of the Pacific Northwest that is... Not necessarily undiscovered, but unmonitored oh, yeah. that all the like, time. All of like Upper Canada and mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. that area. Like yeah, I mean, even freaking what the Ozarks and like near the mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, that too, mm-hmm. and even it, it's it's not completely out of the realm of possibility to believe that a new species of say primate or whatever Mm -hmm. could be discovered today living in some small place in, Mm. you know, in some mountain area in the Pacific Northwest. Because in the, in the 1950s, there were rumors in Africa that like hairy men were coming and taking women away from villages. Mm. And they didn't even know that like gorillas existed back then, like at certain, certain places. So, like not everybody knew everything and it's like that was like the 50s you know so it's it's completely possible i think highly highly unlikely that that is the case um i don't know i think i might believe in the possibility of like a a yeti over the idea that a bigfoot is just out there living like flesh and blood just Mm. like being undiscovered but who knows i don't know yeah because you would because you would think like by now it would have been something if that's the case like, if it is a species that we haven't discovered mm-hmm. yet, like, somebody would have found something, or there would have been some concrete evidence of, here's a live one, here's one we captured, or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, hey, man, Coyote Peterson, you might have some. Yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or dead one, but. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. What other Bigfoot theories are there out there? Are you aware of any? Bigfoot stories, anything like that? Not really, no. Mm. There's this really good Bigfoot documentary. 
<laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I think it's called sightings. Yeah, it's really bad, actually. Yeah, uh, you can find it on the internet. You have to find it. We're not going to tell you where to find no, it. No, not at it. all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for our listeners, uh, our very first horror movie that we did back in 2016, it was called Sightings. It was a found footage documentary about uh, us looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. And we all get killed by Bigfoot. It was mm-hmm. fun. But it's so bad, I didn't even know how to hold a camera. Um, but we... But we, we lean into that because it's like, oh, it's fun footage. Like, what yeah, that? so yeah. That's why it looks terrible. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was it was a ton of fun prepping for it, watching movies mm. uh, to prepare ourselves for it. It was just so much fun. I think the funnest part of it was getting people to believe that we were actually hunting Bigfoot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for like two months, we gaslighted the world <laughs> and made them believe that we were making a real documentary about Bigfoot and that we knew where we were going to find one and mm. people were like Gary can't wait for your documentary man <laughs> hope you find him I'm like I will but also, I'm sorry dude <laughs> yeah, how many people did you get that were disappointed like afterwards when oh man was? a handful and for sure yeah they're like, I was so disappointed when I saw the intro credits where it's saying that you know that you guys all died. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I saw you next to the next day. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Man, you can find it online if you really look hard. Yeah, yeah. but you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. We have we're other like really good it. short films on our YouTube channel yeah. that are awesome. Mm-hmm. So watch those over and over again. Yeah. Subscribe. Those are rad. And we want to keep making movies like that. I'd love to have a rematch with a Bigfoot though in a, do, do like a you know, remake or a not a remake but you know a completely different story of some oh, kind Bigfoot. yeah Bigfoot okay. themed Bigfoot centered yeah somehow but it's got to be scary you yeah. know so how do we do anything different than what we did before found footage <laughs> <laughs> okay found, found footage, footage got it this time with a budget and some Actual experience production value a little production value yeah yeah Okay. Um, so I think what else you got? Yeah, I don't have any more Bigfoot news. I have, you know, just from what we've talked about. The like I said, the Coyote Peterson story mm-hmm. is still developing. It's still I'm just not finished. Who knows? Could be real. Well, I'm looking forward to it. So I guess next episode, if anything more happens, we'll give a quick update before we continue on with that topic yeah, on the yeah. next episode but I think I'll do it for tonight and for Bigfoot and the stories we've told tonight that's a wrap on tonight's Bigfoot stories yes um, what are we talking about next week or next episode oh gosh what I are we talking about next episode know. what do the people want to hear about let us know uh, we, yeah. can, we can dive into skinwalkers we can dive into aliens or the greys um I would like to talk about UFOs. Okay. Aliens UFOs, in aliens yeah. in general. Got it. Yeah. yeah, there is that one video that you showed me that is so incredibly horrifying of like the long, lanky, gray. It's like crawling up on that guy's patio or whatever. Oh, yeah, that video is dope. <sighs> yes, yes. Yeah, that yeah. gave me nightmares. Yeah. I had to wear my brown pants for that <laughs> one, straight up. Yes, okay. So That'll be a fun one. Also, we can talk about owls. We can talk about medicine men. We can mm-hmm. talk about stagenies, shapeshifters in general, yeah. deer woman. That's a big one. We yeah. talk about deer woman. 
or just kind of whatever. Some missing four in one stories. I got a bunch of those, and I'm like, I need to tell Warren about these. Okay, all right. So, so yeah, I guess I don't, I don't freaking know, brother. We'll, we'll figure it out, and it'll be a surprise to you, as it'll be a surprise to us on the yeah. next episode. Yeah, so. but uh, yeah, what do you think? What do you want to hear us talk about? Because yeah. I'm curious. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I guess we'll put this out when the first episode. We'll get some feedback and say what, what do people want to hear about. Um, yeah, so comment that, please. Yes, please. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We plan please. on investing a lot of time into our channel, and yes. it's super exciting. Yes. Not just suspend disbelief or short films. We want to do a lot of other stuff as well. So mm-hmm. subscribe because you're going to want to see that stuff. That's yeah. going to be rad and a lot of fun. And tiny, tiny hint, but we may investigate the clown ghosts. <laughs> Are you, did you just decide that? I did just decide that. We <laughs> might do it. I'm terrified of doing that, but we'll might do it. Wow. We'll talk about it. You heard it here, folks. We'll talk about it. I literally asked him this morning, like, hey, I found a location where yeah, the, that's right, those yeah. clown ghost sightings were. He said, good luck with that. <laughs> and I said, chicken. <laughs> but now he's on the spot. He said he'll do it. Confirmed. Yeah, 100% yeah. confirmed. Yeah. So it's And we're going to go look for a clown ghost. And we're going to talk to some spirits, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't maybe, know. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but that'll do it for tonight's episode of Suspend Disbelief. Yes. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to Dylan Eubanks of Black Hat Horror Productions for producing this whole thing. Yes. So Couldn't have done it without him. Exactly. Um, so that'll do it for us. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a good night. Yes, have a good night. Go see Black Phone. Yes. It's a killer horror movie. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Mm. Go see it. And let us know what you think about it. So, sweet action.